0: This is a GRDC podcast.
1: Agricultural technology has a long way to go. That was the message mixed enterprise farmer and Nuffield scholar Andrew Slade delivered to those attending the 2020 Perth Grains Research Update. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. Andrew Slade comes from Western Australia's southern coastal region on the family farm at Kendanup, They get on average 500 mils of rain annually and grow canola, barley and wheat, as well as produce prime lambs and beef cattle. So for Andrew, the idea of using digital technology to help improve the farm's productivity seemed like it should be possible. To investigate how farmers around the world have adopted digital technology into their farming operations, Andrew successfully applied for a Nuffield scholarship. And as Deb Bishop discovered, what Andrew Slade found was not what he expected.
2: I guess when I um, started my um, uh, Nuffield travels, I was quite bullish about the opportunities that digital technologies presented. Um, You know, I I began and I I was really sort of looking for, you know, I was looking more in the livestock sector and, and looking for. A solution that was going to offer me, um, you know, autonomous livestock management system, basically. Um, and I guess the more I looked into it, and the more I travelled, I, I began to realise that the sector as a whole is a long way away from this goal. Um, and you know, across sectors, um, we're all sharing the same sort of issues with, with ag tech, and um, that we're not really seeing the the gains, you know, the productivity gains that we might expect or that we're you know we're promised in, in um, by the providers or you know, by industry, um, and that you know, as, as an industry we have a long way to go um, if we're going to really realise the full potential um, digital agriculture has to offer.
0: So there's potential there, therefore there, there is a need that, that you see for digital technology in agriculture?
2: There's definitely a need, I think um, you know, we, you know, our productivity gains over the last few decades have been quite stagnant. So you know, as a sector we really need to look at ways that, you know, we can um, lift our productivity and if we look at other sectors that have gone down that digitisation pathway, you know, their productivity gains have been quite significant Um, and agriculture, you know, is is widely recognised as one of the least digitised industries and globally seeing um, negative growth rates, productivity growth rates. So I think there's there's a strong link or strong correlation between digitisation and productivity growth, and I think um, that's that's also true for agriculture.
0: So, are you saying that tech industry itself is actually in its early stages in Australia?
2: As it is absolutely in, in its early stages. Um, you know, there's new new startups every day, um, and, and it's an extremely crowded marketplace. And I think there's a lot of rationalisation that needs to occur um, in this space before we can see some real, you know, viable solutions being offered to, offered to farmers.
0: Adoption of GPS technology and, and, and those levels of technology seem to be widely embraced by growers across Australia, but are you saying we're not actually seeing uh, real growth in productivity gains by embracing higher level technology or investing in that?
2: Um, so yeah, I mean, GPS technologies and, and, you know, the extension of that has, has really, you know, cut input costs on uh, broadacre farms and, and, you know, led to you know, um, productivity growth, but. I think beyond that, we're not really seeing, um, not really seeing the productivity gains um, from the newer technologies that are, that are coming about. And I think, you know, the cost point of a lot of these, a lot of these solutions is is at that point where, you know, it basically costs you more to invest in it than what you're seeing as a return on that investment.
0: When we're talking ag technology, what exactly are we talking about?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, all all things um, ag tech. So we're starting with your your farm management programs, um, you know, your sensor devices um, that we're looking to implement on farm, um, animal wearables, satellite imagery, drone imagery. You know, it's it's a whole range of of different technologies. It's all all sort of falls under the one one umbrella.
0: And it's exciting technology, but clearly you have to have a place for it uh, and know how to use it.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely do. Um, yeah, I, I think there's, there's, there's a lot to be said for, you know, making agriculture more attractive to new entrants or to, to younger people. And I think that that's certainly, you know, certainly a positive in terms of this you know, ag tech space and, and, you know, attracting younger people back to the sector, but it really does need to, um, really does need to translate into, you know, measurable profitability gains or productivity gains on farm.
0: Andrew, aside from productivity potential, what other opportunities does digital agriculture present?
2: Yeah, so a, a lot of the, the focus um, during a lot of my meetings was around the, the potential marketing opportunities that that, that might open up um, as we start to implement more, more digital technologies on farms. So in terms of, you know, Australian producers and... You know, our focus on being the low-cost producer or lowest-cost producer, I think, moving forward, that's not necessarily going to, not necessarily going to stack up for us. So we, we really need to look at other other opportunities and and differentiating you know our, our produce um, on the on the global marketplace. So, you know, it, it these these opportunities might be around. You know, looking at you know our carbon footprint as as an industry, and, and you know differentiating the way that we produce um, grain based on our carbon footprint, and, and trying to leverage uh, a um, a premium from that. Um, looking at sort of more niche and targeted markets, um, and you know that also you know using that that flow of information from the farmer through to the consumer, and and having that information flow back as well, so that farmers are you know, can see the market signals more, you know, more quickly and, and be able to respond to those market signals more rapidly, I think there's there's a lot of um, potential in that space as well.
0: Are you seeing a position where technology isn't actually making it more profitable for growers, but it is making it a bit easier?
2: Yeah, there's certainly um, a lot of solutions out there that, you know, they they replace existing management systems, um, but, you know, the the cost of that replacement is is basically you know, at a point where you're not really seeing that you're not really seeing a, a like a, a positive return on investment. You're just making making that management a little bit easier, um, but it's not really improving or increasing um, output um, per se. So it's not really making us any more profitable. It's just. At a point where you know we can just make farming a little bit easier um, and maybe a little bit more enjoyable.
0: Technology fatigue is something that you have spoken about, and saying that growers in particular they need to actually develop a new skill set to either embrace technology and, and then apply it. What exactly is tech fatigue?
2: Yeah, so I mean the amount of new technologies that, that are available and you know, we can pot- potentially implement on farm um, is is sort of beyond our skill set as farmers to. Um, to implement effectively um, and and manage uh, moving forward, so um, you know we don't really ha- we don't really have that you know IT background or that you know that um, sort of computing sort of background where you know we can troubleshoot and um, you know have all these systems working you know harmoniously in in our existing farming systems so. Um, sort of at, at the point where we're saturated by new technologies, and it's you know it's quite difficult for farmers to, to keep all those operational. Um, and a lot of the you know the, the bigger uh, farming operations that I, I visited, you know, they, they were employing specialists in this this area, in, 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 simply in order to um, you know keep these these uh, solutions operational and keep them working for their business.
0: And the value of the data that is collected. Isn't often realised because is that of of understanding how to interpret the data, store the data, apply the data.
2: Yeah, I mean all of those things. So you know, um, you know, the quality of the data that we're collecting, the um, you know, the the actual you know standards around how data is collected um, between um, (coughs) you know between different sectors, and you know, having real data standards sort of means that we. You know, we're not necessarily comparing apples with apples and um, you know, we don't have the, the tools available yet to really look at that data and, and come up with you know, genuine sort of insight or sort of decision support tools. You know, we're not really at that point yet.
0: Specifically, what do you see ag tech needs to be successful on farm for delivering productivity gains?
2: So, I mean, as a as an industry, we really need we really need that framework. So, the industry-led um, framework around around data data collection and how data is used, and you know who has access to the, to that information. Um, and we also need the the, the basic infrastructure in order, order to collect and transmit that, that information. Um, so that connectivity on farm. Um, we also need the skills in the industry as well. Like we don't we don't have that skill set. Um, or that, that level of education um, you know, around digital tools, around digital technologies. Um, so, you know, similar to how we, we use specialists in agronomy and finance, we, we really need you know, specialists in precision ag or more, more access to specialists in precision ag and digital tools you know, that can really identify and help implement you know, solutions on farm.
0: So is that what you're recommending to growers, that, uh, the things that they should be looking out for in the digital age?
2: yeah I mean grow growers more specifically they really should be looking looking hard at at what the potential return on investment is so really having a, a, a real need for um, a new solution and um, you know ensuring that you know that that solution is going to provide a return on investment and that and that that return on investment also has to you know occur over a much shorter time period as well so the the rate of tech, technology advancement sort of means that you know, what we're implementing now will be um, superseded in three, four years' time. So, you know, we really need to be looking at much shorter um, time periods for that return on investment.
0: Uh, some of the growers who've been around for a while, you know, do people find it difficult to actually embrace the technology that's needed, yet it is a necessary tool for the future?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the grain industry, I think they, you know, we've been quite quite active in, in embracing and 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 uh, implementing new technologies. So. I don't think that that's necessarily so so much of an issue, but moving moving forward, I mean, our our digital literacy means that we don't really have you know, the fundamental understanding of of these tools. So you know, it is it is quite hard um, even for even for the younger people to really you know see how these you know see how these solutions will have a fit and and how we can use them and how we can implement them in existing farming systems. Um,
0: so, what would be your message to growers looking forward into the digital age?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is still really we, we are still really in the early stages of, um, you know, the ag tech um, revolution or the digital sort of revolution some people like to call it. So, I think um, you know, really be patient and, and you know, stay stay in the space and look look at what other farmers are doing. Um, as an industry we really need to promote demonstration farms so have these solutions working in in, you know commercial situations where you know we can farmers can see what the potential benefits are um, and then use that to you know implement on the in their own operations so I think you know for farmers it really really is um, be patient and and look for um, you know proven solutions Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of providers out there that are, you know, um, trying to work with farmers and offer, you know, offer solutions that necessarily that don't necessarily fit uh, a problem that we that we have. So um, you really need to be diligent in, in the way that we invest in in New AgTech. Andrew Slade, who
1: spoke on digital farming at the Perth Grains Research Update, and he was talking to Deb Bishop. And if you'd like to hear more podcasts from the 2020 GRDC Grains Research Updates, search podcasts on GRDC's website. I'm Tony Crowley, and thanks for listening.